Welcome to F- the Laundry, conversations for purpose-driven women who have better things to do. I'm your host, Elise Nation, intuitive transformation coach and highly sensitive mum of two, on a mission to empower you to be the shero of your story. Join me as we explore how to 10x the sh- out of life, love and business. Hello, beautiful women, mamas, humanoids, beings out there. Welcome to this week's episode. Oh my God, I have another beautiful friend with me and I can't wait for you to meet her. Uh, I will do the usual introduction of telling you how awesome she is. Um, And who I'm referring to is my beautiful friend, Robin Singh. And Robin has a lot of titles. Um, Some that I'm going to give her because I just wanted to like pump up her bio, but she's a master yoga teacher, a magic body worker, an intuitive guide, an author, a conscious dance facilitator, and a paddling coach, Mm -hmm. to name some, a few. And as an ocean and nature lover, she was an elite athlete in the 90s and has amassed over 25 years of experience in paddling outrigger canoes. She's raced competitively competitively in Australia, Tahiti, New Zealand, and Hawaii. She's a two-time Molokai Outrigger World Champion. She has also coached teams in both Hawaii and Australia, as well as Hawaii Canoe Kayak Team and Junior USA Canoe Kayak Paddlers at Olympic Training Center camps. Robin transitioned from competitor to coach and compiled her life's wisdom into her current passion, and she leads transformational consciousness sessions on the water as well as surf ski squad on the Noosa River and a paddle and flow experience here on the beautiful Sunshine Coast. She's also a yoga teacher, sharing her joy and love of yoga with others. And she wrote a book called Paddling Home, A Journey Back to Self. And Robin empowers you to find your own flow through her unique approach on both land and in the water. So welcome, my beautiful sister. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing to hear that all. Just just receiving that. That's wow. you. I'm like, gosh, you could do my blurb any day. <laughs> oh, this is what I love about it. I'm like, I actually learn so much by just going and researching and going, oh, amazing. Just incredible. You are. And wow. Thank I'm you. so happy to have you. Oh, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad we get to have a chat and share together on this platform. I love it, by the way. I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Love the title. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you, my love. And what I also like to do is just talk about why I love you and what inspires me about you. Okay. (laughs) And I even just love, like, you know, how, how I think about how we met. And I know I was in a stage where I'd had my first daughter or first, I've only got one daughter. So my first child, <laughs> she was, she was young. Um, enough, no. She wasn't walking. <laughs> she wasn't walking yet. And I was quite lost, um, very overwhelmed. And somehow I decided that I needed to get myself out and back into community. And I came across, um, this type of dance, which is essentially martial arts and lots of different things like mixed together. And I started, I think I came the first time and Alea was like sitting in the pram and I, I think she even slept. But I remember coming in and having this experience and you like just your energy. It was like we saw each other, which often happens, and we were just like, oh. <laughs> made all these kind of strange noises and basically sort of like dry humped each other <laughs> in space with all these like older women because and I was by far the youngest I'm like in my <laughs> early 30s and you know you ladies are sort of in 50s and beyond um and it was just like this instant and and, and we had that every time we see each other there's this one energy I was like what could I some Robin up in like an energy and you're just so much joy like absolute joy I just know even when I'm having like a really tough time there's been a few times where I've just come to Mm. see you at the river and I've just 
held, have fallen in your arms and I either bawled my eyes out or I'm like yeah. all over you trying to climb inside your body because it's just this, this energy that you have of truly being you and just <laughs> so at peace and wow. in the fullness of like that, 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 that I can't speak, put words to, but it's infectious. It's like, it doesn't matter how much time passes between when we don't see each other, we see each other. You have this infectious energy that just makes Mm -hmm. me so happy to be here. Here, here to that. And I, the feeling is so mutual. I was so excited to see you the other day, that little spontaneous visit um to the river the little picnic and the two kids and I was like oh all is well in the world you know we just have an embrace and it's that connection and the no words and beyond this reality and that I just I love that and I know when I meet people who are you know like that like me or we connect instantly and there's there's a greater sense of harmony and peace no matter what's going on. It's just like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so grateful. Thank you. And Thank you for being. Mm. And I want to speak about, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that sort of I was like, what are we going to talk about today? And I know that, you know, you've been on your own journey of following synchronicity, of discovering who you are and unpacking that and Mm. and I'm sure like for all of us it feels like a very long journey to start to find what that is to find to reconnect to who you are in the world and you know I I want to talk about the book that you wrote so you wrote a book back in 2014 and essentially like this book is about you rediscovering parts of of your heritage and so um where can we start but like can you share about your story of even just maybe being a a little breath and move my body and move that energy um (laughs) I'm busy here receiving all these um this love and this these acknowledgements and you know even just to do that like honoring when someone's talking about you and sharing their experience of you how much more can we just sort of sit in it? And ooh, oh, ooh, yeah. I like that. I'm just putting that on. <laughs> um, so, and so the 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 book is called Paddling Home: A Journey Back to Self. I'll give you a quick little look, just so you can see the cover. And I published it in 2014. Um, blah blah blah. There we are on the back. Primarily takes place in well on the Gold Coast where I grew up Mermaid Beach and then uh, in Hawaii and essentially I was I was adopted so my story from I came into this world uh, in in the fashion of um, I I was adopted by my parents who raised me from quite a young age so maybe I don't know 10 days old so you can imagine that was I had chosen that route obviously. Um, and then getting a bit older and and wondering, oh, the curiosity just came in. It's like, who well, who am I? Where have I come from? Um, yeah. So the question the question started a very long time ago. And you know, we sort of we live as a question. We ask questions, and I was in the que- I was in the question so much so that then. In being in the question, the universe literally just like, oh, well, here you go then. And the interesting thing, this this whole book is based on the question of, you know, who's my who was my birth mother, my birth father, where did I come from? And the universe is like, all right, well, here we go. Let's unpack this for you. And the book is about synchronicities. It's about the magic, really. And, uh, yeah, just following following the energy. Uh, and so did you always uh, know that you were adopted? Like, Yes, yes. So when, uh, when I was young, 
my mum and dad told me, uh, you know, because I had a sister as well. She's she's in other realms now, God bless, um, from another. So we both come from different different families, different lineages, um, melting. Both adopted. Yeah, both adopted. Um, And so my mum and dad said to us, look, uh, we, you know, we didn't, you you know, we didn't have you, your mother couldn't have children. uh, So we, we adopted you. And my dad, (laughs) who raised me was Sikh. So he's Indian, like, look like Buddha. (laughs) (laughs) And very, you know, copper tone, beautiful copper tone skin. And then my mum that raised me was German, uh, English descent, uh, small frame, uh, very fair, pale. My sister, who I grew up with, uh, eighth generation Maori and Indigenous, wow. you know, so here we go, the melting pot. We all just, we came together. Holy bolly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> it's very cool. And, oh, gosh. Uh, and then, yeah, as I got a bit older, I thought, oh, gosh, what happens, you know, if I, you know, if I do the thing, if I get married and I have kids and then, uh, you know, I want to know a little bit about my heritage. So there was that question and um, my parents did tell me a little bit about what they knew of the birth parents, uh, which was um, my birth father was Hawaiian and the mother was they thought English or, um, oh, what was the other? Anyway, English. But it turns out my my birth mother, English, Danish, and on the father's side, Hawaiian, German. And, yeah, that, that kind of just made a lot of sense for me with regard to the paddling because I ended up in Hawaii just by... By chance of shifting sports, playing, I played netball for Queensland back in in the age groups, and and I missed a team, uh, and I couldn't figure out why I played. I was a sh- you know goal shooter. Uh, all my averages were really good, but it was just a matter of okay, well maybe you could have worn the blue skirt instead of the grey skirt. You might have had a bit more of a chance, or just a little bit political. It just wasn't meant to be. And from that moment, I sort of just wiped and shut the door on that sport and I was a sort of a free a free agent at about 2021 20, uh, with a lot of talent with sporting you know with sports and stuff and then um, uh, one of my best friends um, she said we are going to try this outrigger canoeing tomorrow this was after a wedding we'd all were hung over as bridesmaids and I'm like yeah let's have a go <laughs> So we went down Surface Paradise at Buds Beach. We got in this, you know, the canoes, six people in the canoe, steerer, five other people, and you've got the big outriggers out the side. Got in it, started paddling, really felt so comfortable. It was just, it was, it was ease and fun. And then the next thing they said, well, uh, if you girls are interested, we're going to take a team up to Hamilton Island. Would you like to come? And you'll have to do a bit of training, of course. We've got three months to train. And I'm like, oh, yeah, pick me. I want to go. And it happened to be on the same weekend as the state netball championships in Gladstone. So I'm like, ah, Gladstone, Hamilton Island, Gladstone, Ham- Hamilton. <laughs> so I chose. I chose. That was that was the choice point. I literally chose the paddling. Uh, and then started that journey, the training, you know, um, all the weight training, the running, the paddling and sessions, early morning, 4.30, 5 o'clock on the water. My whole life just spun around uh, into one of, uh, I would say, discipline and structure. And from that, we, we actually won that race the first race that I ever did, we won. And then it was like, right, we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> and wow. so, like literally in the space of it was it was June and then in September we had this big race, the World Championships in Hawaii, the Nawahini Okekai, uh, which means and translates as Women of the Sea, amazing event, uh, athletic and steeped in spirituality, like a massive 
conglomeration of women from all over the world joining and then paddling across this open body, this channel, the Ka'ivi channel, which is the channel of the bones. It's like freaking amazing. And that in itself, uh, I just, I even think about it and I just feel, wow, I've done that. And I've won it twice. Well, my team won it twice. So I crossed that channel probably about with 12 times racing it, paddling, and then maybe another four or five supporting, um, you know, other people doing the race. And yeah, finding myself in Hawaii and then realizing as I step foot onto the tarmac in that on that land, because we didn't have the back then, <laughs> it was 1990, we didn't have the we had to get off the plane on the tarmac and walk across. And so your feet, when you got out of the plane, you were immediately on the earth. And it was just like, oh, oh, <laughs> you know, my body, everything of my being just just felt, oh my gosh, wow, what is this? You know, this sensation. Uh, hence home, home, like. And not just the physical location of being there, but the, I would say the energy signature, which, you know, we can talk energy here because this is what we are. It was the, the sensation and everything, every ounce of my being just knew. I thought, wow, okay. So, did you know like what island you were born on or you only just knew roughly I, that it was somewhere from somewhere in Hawaii is where you somewhere, at that point I had no more information other than Hawaii like you've somewhere but, in Hawaii yeah. somewhere in Hawaii however at that time I was not thinking oh I'm here I was excited yeah. about racing and the paddling so the paddling was the distraction yeah a great distraction, yet on this other level, my soul and was guiding you like, and everyone. Was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's here. She's here. <laughs> and so that was always the that that undercurrent. It was always there. And each year we went back, there would be a, another layer. Like I, would, it it was just like more and more. Oh, oh, there we go. That feels even better. And then I had this whole other life I could just step into each time I'd go over there with, you know, we'd make friendships through different people we raced. And and so that was like going there was like real ease for me. Like, okay, here we go. Just slot in, all good. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we, what, 1990, 91, 92, 93, 94. Four, I I raced for a Californian team. I still wanted to go to Hawaii, so I found we didn't go as an Australian team, but I ended up paddling with a Californian team because I needed to be there. I I needed to be there. My I was get the call was just so strong, and I I'd listen every time. I would just listen. I was like, I gotta go. How am I gonna go? I don't I don't have a crew. I'm like, oh, I might just I might um just mention it to someone and then they say oh we've got a space come on you can paddle with us can you come to California can you train a little with us and I yep I can make it did that come from you and your innate being or do you think like your your um parents had qualities that encouraged you to sort of really follow and listen to that inner voice I'm gonna say it came from my innate being because my parents were were not that was not their focus they were sort of it was surviving you know it was just making do and on a level I when I look back and see how they raised me the the qualities they had like my mum used to read a lot and so she would just sit quietly in harmony reading and in that space there was a massive spaciousness and I always felt like I could share with her about anything because there was a lot of space I could speak into. Mm. My dad, who raised me, Big Bob, he was a an auctioneer, <laughs> real estate agent. Chat, 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 chat. Like, so one's quiet, um, one's on dad, you know, Yeah, mum quiet. Dad was hold the phone out here, Freddie, to to listen. 
because it, it was very like this, oh, <laughs> very loud voice. And yet he he was a visionary. He he always chose, um, he had a real knack with real estate. So he he would choose the places that before they took off. So he would be the first one in into a particular development because he knew, okay, this is, so he'd invest or he'd whatever. So he had that innate ability. He was also um, a, a real community person, like full-on building community and always for the people. Mum was be, mum was sort of the background behind the scenes holding, holding the fort. And with regard to the other that opened up, I would say from being on the on the ocean, a lot, a lot. I was on the ocean paddling a lot and in wide open space, in massive depths. Yes. And just oh, so that, much space. So much space. And nature, so much, as we know, like no free from judgment. Nature, no judgment. It was like, oh, I feel so good in here. So I, I would feel yeah. really good in the boat. Yeah. And that was that became home for me, being on my butt in a boat on the water. <laughs> I love it. Go figure, hey. <laughs> I can see that though, because it is that feeling when I it's been a while since I've been able to with my duties, but I remember when we went out that time. Oh yeah. And I just felt like I felt the space, I felt, mm-hmm. you know, the the power of just like being able to, you know, either paddle super fast and or just flow yeah. and go with the current and and there is that, you know, connection with the ocean that I feel brings a different energy to my world. Like it's quite energizing. Yeah. Um yeah, and and all, everything that you already spoke to, of course, like the no judgment, because if you're and even if you aren't aware of it yet, but if you're quite sensitive to picking up on different feels, to be in so much space, you can tell. There's, yeah. there's, you can feel the difference. Even if you don't get, like, what's actually happening, you're like, oh, there's no sound here. There's no thoughts. There's no feels. There's no other people's junk. There's no programming. There's no, like, Wi-Fi. There's Yes. Yeah. That's hence, hence why I did so much paddling. And you paddled out as far away from land as possible. <laughs> well, yes, and and simultaneously, whilst I was training outriggers, I also found flat water canoe kayaks. So kayaking that they do in the Olympics, I thought I'd try my hand at that as well. That was a lot around the canals and in the river systems, and I was quite very repetitive on the same body of water. Uh, not quite the freedom in. Right out in the ocean, very different, yet really good foundation, building strength and endurance for being out on the big ocean. Can we talk about that? Because when you said, you said the words discipline and structure, and I, I'm i like, all mums my age need to hear this because I'll be honest, I'm kind of noticing there's this little bit of like laziness or just sort of avoidance or just like excuses about the discipline and sometimes the structure that's required to actually move in the direction of your desires of your passion of you you know that that that's required and and so many I see of my generation kind of like we want yes we want it to be ease and joy and glory but what can you speak to about choosing that in your life but also seeing the gift of the discipline the structure the you know repetitive that amazing oh my gosh so I you know my business name is flow with Robin so that doesn't necessarily mean oh I'm all flow and we I'm going here with the wind and I have done that mind you yes and a drift and just be like where shall I go and that is not the best for someone who's very intuitive empathic and um, very aware because you become aware of so much Ooh, all over the place. Woo, what's that? Wee, what's that? Ooh, ooh. 
oh, I don't know where I am. <laughs> you know it. I know yeah, it. Yeah, and totally. I was there. And and I when I was reading your um, email to say, you know, we might we may speak about certain things. I was thinking about the little the gremlin. You know, say what gremlins have you overcome, or what have you overcome to get where you are? Well, a lot was that was where I was floating is everywhere, mm. and the groundedness in routine and you would you do it with your kids don't you it makes them feel like they're contained yeah and safe and so if that's not there then there's energetically there's this it's like so vast and wide it's it, you're in you could be in the soup unless you know who you are and most of the time kids they're not there at that moment, you know, it takes a little while to remember or they come in totally fresh and new and they've never been here before. Yeah, yeah. Holy mackerel, what's going on? Which a lot of them are and this is something that, you know, we I'd love to just bring awareness to in this conversation. There are a lot of children that, um, you know, whether it's they come in with no karma or they don't have a history here on this planet and so there's a lot of excitement and they do want to get into everything. Yes, but um, they they need to have that support system that does have like loving boundaries. And when I say boundaries, it's not walls that are like impenetrable. It's like flexibility, Moving. like these moves, you know. Yeah, but for them to actually get a sense of themselves in space where they can start to exercise and expand and and interact with things. Um, before that, you know, in a level of sensory um, influence that they can digest. And so this is what the gift of the mother is, is that when you start to really get clear about this in yourself and what feels good for you and what's too much, mm. you have that knowing about, okay, well, this is a, you know, my, my baby's just been speaking to me in my womb and, and nothing else has come out into the world. Don't go to the freaking shops with like a week old baby. Like, <laughs> so feeding him to the shark. Oh, you know, like, it's so much. It's a lot. Like, we actually, I said this recently that we, um, in this day and era, in one day, get way, like, the amount of data that someone would get their whole lifetime in the Renaissance. Like, and our bodies haven't actually developed that much to be able to, to process that. So, you know, see, put someone who's been to Earth a few times and kind of, you know, maybe has some sort of subconscious awareness versus like a fresh soul that's oh. like maybe been on other planets where it's, it's very different to this, where they can telepathically like connect and don't need words and they manifest instantaneously. And many of us have actually been in those experiences and we come to earth and it's like, holy shit, <laughs> what's taking so long? Oh my God, I just want it now. Like, I don't want to have to do hard work. I don't want discipline. I don't want structure. I don't want to have yeah. to honor my body. I don't want to have to like put these boundaries in place. Like, oh no boundaries. Like it's, and, and even that, you know, oh, no, I don't need boundaries because um, I just, like, put myself in white light and I trust that's enough and I never have to use my mouth. <laughs> like, no. they, and so let's talk about this because we were talking about this the other day about the, you know, the people-pleasing and and actually just how to create, let's say, structure and discipline and what question could we ask that invites that discovery because it's very unique you know it's like we can't go do this do that do that because it might not work we can share aspects that have for us mm. so in listening to all that I, I lots of things are popping in <laughs> what first thing I have to acknowledge I really want to acknowledge um what I've noticed with um young mothers including yourself and and others around in your field and and beyond i am just so like blown away with how far things have come you know <laughs> with with consciousness with aware awareness with with mums bringing in 
and especially what you do too, bringing in these kids and they're landing in these environments that are conscious. They're a, well, I didn't have that. Like there was none of that. <laughs> so my gener- well, generation, I'm not that old, but, you know, just the different generations, it's just noticing, it's like, wow. And so we're always improving upon what's come before us. There's always this, this natural evolution. And, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge, I just love watching and, and observing and then seeing these kids so like, woo, hi, I have great joy just connecting with them and seeing them. And I always have, I always just, hello, <laughs> see them, even yeah. if I don't know them, but see them and acknowledge them as a, as their small body, but great, their great being. And I'm like, wow, I wonder what, wonder what you're going to, I wonder what you're going to do. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, so with structure and discipline, it's for me, it started with what I what was fun. What's fun for me? Mm. Obviously, love paddling. I love being on the water. That's really fun. And then there were these uh targets along the way, like, oh, Hamilton Island. Oh, what would it take to get there and be in that top crew for Hamilton? Oh, okay, I'm going to have to go to the gym a few times a week. I've got to t- attend these, you know, group training sessions and wake up at the crack of dawn. And oh, I need to, I need to create space. I need to create space for this. What I'm, what, I, what I'm wanting to achieve. So number one is choose, choosing what lights you up, and then, then creating conscious space. To then put in your root, like a routine. <clears throat> you're still having fun. You're still in your joy. And yet the benefits of that is, is huge because you're, you're managing your energy, you're devoting, you're, you're targeting, and you're reaping the rewards. You're getting fitter. You're learning about yourself. You're coming up against your, you know, your gremlins. You've got a face. So whatever it be, I've just started, I've just picked up a guitar tonight because I bought one a couple of weeks ago, a mini, it's a mini one, and I've always wanted to learn the guitar and I was like, okay, I'm going to carve out some time and then I think, okay, well, honestly, how much time can I carve out to learn this? And I'm thinking, not not a lot. I thought, all right, and I see something on YouTube, 10 minutes, learn 10 minutes for 10 days, just start. So that's my, I'm just going to, so I started today, 10 minutes. I've done 10 minutes. Yeah. may not remember it tomorrow, but this is what I've just got. No, this is my little, it's my little discipline. And then from that, something's going to open up. It creates stuff. So. I love that. Works. It makes me think of like, I, I talk about Never um, how I, how I see preparing for birth is like, like I prepare like I'm an athlete, like I yeah. have um in in other classes desires that I've really yeah. but it's been very different because it's like hasn't been something that I felt forced. I actually just felt really lit up about it. Like I wanted to take care of myself. I wanted to create an environment where um my baby would thrive, but also that I would feel um that I was able to sort of sustain myself through all of the different cycles and so on the other side of that when you become so consumed with like your little baby and your creation and and that space and so I know that it may not be like if you've just had a baby that you have capacity for this but I'm talking even just like a year down the track two years down the track where your little ones starting to find their feet starting to um, gift you a little bit more space and and you have this discomfort of sort of going, oh, feeling a little bit lost and like where do I go to next, mm-hmm. um, you know, how can you find 10 minutes to explore something different? And yeah. I feel like every time I've had a baby I've had to rediscover myself because mm-hmm. I might have had this routine going like yoga and meditation and this. But then I have, I've had, you know, two babies and a, and, and a loss. But every time I was like, oh, that doesn't feel fun for me anymore. 
okay, now what? And I was like, I've done gone and done pottery. And I kind of did that for like three to six yeah. months. And I made a few creations. And when they were complete, it was like, okay, I want to try something else. But so, yeah, like I absolutely feel like it's, you know, it could just be one small thing that yeah. you do carve out, even if it is like five or ten minutes because let's, you know, it's mums you, have yours. a lot going on. Yeah. It's all for um, you. Yeah, and I think there was a question that came to me to ask about when it comes to discerning where to put your energy um, when you do create distractions because you're uncomfortable and deciding, or you know, what do I desire? Oh, that makes me, like, anxious, like, holy crap. It's like every time you're presented with something during the day, maybe a play date or like a go see this person, go visit a family member, you could ask yourself like is actually this the best investment of my time and energy right now? Is there something else available that I haven't considered? Great question. Absolutely. How many people are on on just that automatic, oh, I've got to go and see so-and-so, I always go, I go every week or... The, that routine can sometimes then take you down a path of like it's not expanding you, it's not expanding them. So it's constantly just be ask the question, okay, is this still is this still working for me? Actually, no, it's not. And is there another way that we can do this? Yeah. It comes down to our original topic of the people. <laughs> hey, we got here. Going back, yeah. I know <laughs> of the people ple- of being a people pleaser, and hands up if you've been a people pleaser. We all have. Who's I'm still recovering from? Yeah. Still recovering. Yeah, I I feel like I've pretty much yeah that that's been a that was a big one way back when, and not oh hard, not so much now. Now I'm recon- I recognize it when I see it in others because I've been it. Uh, and, and what happens for you? Like, what are you aware of when those, if, and, and I think it over time, when you start exercising this, choosing what feels fun and choosing what actually you get will create greater. When you do get an opportunity that isn't that, what happens for you? Uh, you want to just watch my body language? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, uh, I'm very visceral, very embodied, and so uh, a lot of my I was just like, oh, I, I will sense it. Yeah. It was like, oh, heavy, heavy. just whole contract yeah. and heavy and just yeah, yeah. heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah. And so, and that's that that's a gift to have it come that quick. But if you're not aware or, or not acknowledging how your body's a gift in knowing and choosing from that awareness, then you might have, you know, you might experience some pain or something. So it's like, oh, actually, no, that's, that's just, that does not feel, that does, I don't get the full body, yes. Yeah, it's not, not a fucking, full body, yes, full here. Body, yes, is what I, I get. It's hardly, it's my little toe or whatever. Yeah. So, what would it take? What would it be like to have the full body, yes, more and more and more in, in our daily life, you know, with our choices and, and even our meeting with with different people, like when I see you, my body's in the full body. Like when we meet, it's like wow, <laughs> that's just like wow. And yeah. then there's others which are okay. That's up there. It's up there. And not to every engagement is is perfect. And then there's choice. And then some will just be just tipping the scale in the opposite direction, which doesn't help them or you. And so, yeah, my I would say the number one is is my it it doesn't sit right with me, uh, and it's just a knowing. It's sort of like not even I'm not even cognizing. It's beyond that. It's just a nah. And so when people, it's funny, and this is more I'm acknowledging this capacity of my. It's that that uh, I don't even know what would you call it, clear cognizant. It's the the knowing. Just the knowing. And so honoring the knowing, not questioning the knowing. Uh Trusting well, you, actually, really, isn't it? It's, it's like... just there isn't any of that. It's 
I don't know even know if it would be beyond the question. It's just it's just the knowing. And somewhere there was a question back way yeah. back when, maybe. And well, now and I, oh. I guess because it is your life now, like you've yeah. um, come through a very, you know, long, windy journey. Mm-hmm. And then it is you now. So to think about it and try, you know, there there's so many parts to that. Like I see how my life is now it's like magic every day there's still some moments where I'm like oh didn't catch that one or you know um but but I I have to remind myself I'm like this is not everyone's reality and it and that it gets to a certain level of ease where you sort of forget how much discipline and and commitment has been in the making of this and and I, I guess I'm talking about developing like your awareness aka intuition now um and then being able to use that as your your GPS yeah. to guide you okay. in the direction of like what lights you up, knowing that like passion and purpose can be many, many things, mm-hmm. you know. So like for you it was like paddling for a while and still is, but also it's like yoga and also yeah. it's like touching yeah. bodies and gifting like and yeah. receiving energetic, you know, engagements. And it's it can be just like hanging out with people that that you vibe. So you know, it's that journey. I was thinking about this conversation, like your journey to finding passion and purpose and that it's like it's sort of I keep getting this like the fountain of youth because it, it's evergreen. Like mm. it's not like one thing. And yeah. we and something that was a gift for me recently was about the humans, like this might be too much for this conversation, but like there being humans on the planet and humanoids. And so if you've been trying to function like a human and find the one thing, then <laughs> you've probably been actually yeah. cutting your arms and legs off and that's why you're feeling deeply unfulfilled because you're actually someone who likes to have lots of things um, yeah. and otherwise you get bored and you get really oh depressed. Yes, yes, that. And, and so if you don't mind me, just what you're talking about now, I, I used to think there was something wrong with me because I couldn't stick to one thing. I mean, the, the paddling I, I stuck to and there were other things coming off the side of that. And then even with work, you know, it's like, oh, that's boring. You know, I, I'm ready for a chat. I No, it's not. However, everything leads you into something else. Everything creates something and Wow, I, I think about what I, yeah, it is literally that, okay, I've I've got structure, so I've got my, you know, day-to-day, and I've got my working structure, but there's so much, many other spaces that I can insert other things in that light me up. So it's wow. really about, for me, it's about joyful living and and being compensated for that joyful living because that is a contribution to others. It's it's inspiring others, showing other possibilities, and it's fun, basically. It's fun. As you were talking, I was like. You're allowed to have fun, right? You know, you're allowed to have fun. Yes, and you can have fun with discipline structure. Like as you were talking about discipline and structure, I thought, We've got to get out of thinking that it's that it is solid because as you talked That's about, solid. you've put things here and it's actually still allowing the current yeah. to flow through like the yeah. canals. Like it's yeah. like yeah. how how does the water have direction through a canal oh. without having, you know, a, little, a bit a, of a land here, here or, a, or a lock or a the ebb and flow, the tide. I mean, the tide. Hello. That's yeah. my whole thing is on the tide. Like I, you know, when we're, when I'm planning events on the water or sessions, guess where I look? The t- I look at the tide chart. Yeah. Are we going to go, okay, we're going to paddle this far. Are we going to go with the tide and come back against it or are we going to go into it and come with it on the way home? I always choose the path of ease and sometimes the path of ease to get to the path of ease there's a little, there might be a little bit of work involved. So yeah, going a tiny bit of, there is a bit of resistance, but you've, yes, like, you've you know, you're going to get there because you know, as soon as you get there, 
Whee! Then that, then you just like flow on home. Yeah. Easy. I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's being the other thing too uh, for me is about being in the wonder. It's the one being in the one the sheer wonder of who you be, the magnificence of who we are. And I'm not saying that from a it's just a it's a bloody miracle, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, and, and this Don't forget that. Yeah. that you can't control, like us meeting the synchronicities still happen whilst you have, you know, the everyday root, like mm-hmm. rituals that, that you mm-hmm. know that you've chosen that either nourish your body or they, they nourish your soul. And, and, you know, they can be ever changing. I think about, um, I like, I feel like this is a good example of, um, with my daughter, I felt like I was so lost. Like I'd, I'd closed my business. I was just so overwhelmed with motherhood that I felt like I couldn't do anything else. And I didn't have really any friends up here when I moved to Noosa. Um, and I certainly had a lot of resistance to to just being in this mum world. I was like, I don't want to go to a mum group and sit and talk about shitty nappies and <laughs> boobs and like all this stuff. And so. I remember just like allowing my daughter to sort of just direct me, you know, and often she would just go up and start talking to someone. And so I accumulated all these friends and people and and that definitely worked for a while. But there's actually a point where I started to get really exhausted and it was just I actually didn't want to go out of the house and I, I felt sort of trapped. Mm. And I realised that I'd actually been allowing this sort of drifting through life without any clear structure and she was leading and I wasn't stepping up in my role um and I was essentially kind of what happening at what I call like functioning out of her reality mm. and I was my body was hating it after after a while and it wasn't immediate it was like a cumulative effect um that was so subtle like I I enjoyed the interactions it wasn't like super negative or anything it just it wasn't aligned necessarily with maybe what my true heart's desire was was wanting to bring to my awareness and anyway I actually discovered that the way her energy is is basically that she just goes and goes and goes and goes and when she talks to people she gets energy right and so for me I actually require to have regular pit stops um, and I'm kind of like a Ferrari with like bicycle brakes. Like when I go, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'll create something in like Love an it. hour. Or like I'll create my whole website in an hour. Um, but then I have to nap. So I have to meditate, right? And she would just go and go. And I have my husband like this, my son's like this, and my daughter's like this. And I actually learned that I really have to get clear on some level about what I require and how I need to function and the things that, you know, um, I need to assert in the direction of my energy. Mm-hmm. And also it's like I do consider what she desires. Like we don't have playdates every day now, you know, because now I have a son. Um, but I've taken back the leadership position and I'm, you know, in the driver's seat of like, you know, um, directing my energy flow and allowing them, my children, to flow within that. Yes. So yes. that was a big wake-up call for me was like um, what it's like when you are just drifting through life. And that was never wrong because I had so much awareness about, you know, what was just not working for me anymore. Um, but then I just really appreciated that, me talking, taking back this power and, and you know, the leadership position in, in the family um, and giving the children these, expect you know, sort of like setting these clear expectations about um, what I felt up to or not and also communicating to them like this is how I, I need to have a nap during the day. You know, you don't have to nap with me but just please don't interrupt me. Things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they either join me, like my daughter, she knows if she comes in, she meditates with me. She's mm-hmm. at home. She's like, she Love meditates it. with me or she knows like don't piss me off in meditation time. 
So, you know, there's very clear non-negotiables and I don't like let my kids fuck around that. So I love that, Elise. That's amazing. That's like you honoring, you're honoring you and your time and they're seeing and witnessing you do it. So that's that's already gifting them that, oh, mum does that. Oh, okay, I could do that. Imagine that later on in life. That's setting those foundations. Really good. Um uh, the the people pleasing points coming back around. I read or I was watching a podcast um, the other day just after we talked about it, and I was going to send it to you, and I got busy, so I didn't get it to you. And basically, when you're people pleasing, you're not being authentic to you. You're not being authentic to yourself. Mm. People pleasing is. You're not considering yourself in a lot of it. So um, that's that was one of the points they brought out. I thought, wow, that's really, yeah. we're not. Yeah, and you're not yeah. even putting yourself last. It's like you're not even in the You're equation. not even in the equation. Yeah. So at least if you know you're not going to be first out there front running, you're going to, you've got to be in the equation somewhere. And, of course, with a family, young family, you, you're in the equation but you're a, a big you're a, a a big energy in that equation, which helps direct and orchestrate. And but I, yeah, I just remember back in the day where I wasn't even in any equation. Yeah, <laughs> it's all and about how, that, that. That. How do you think that happens? Because like I see you, mm. and I go, "You're big energy," you know, like you're loud to me, like, and mm. I, I see like my daughter and my son, and I'm like, they're big energy, and I'm like. I have to be in my bigness, otherwise I just get like um, tsunamied kind of thing. And and so I don't know if this makes sense, but like, yeah. Um, how do you find your voice, like when you're around the bigness of the world, the bigness of <laughs> the waves, the bigness? Of, yeah. Oh my god! I didn't have a voice. I didn't know. I didn't have a voice for a long time. And that's that's probably the other question you ask about what if what if what's changed and it has been my voice. My voice has changed. I've found my voice and I've found my voice um doing little things, disciplined things for me, which allowed me to uh express. Because with the the loud dad and my mum who never talked, my sister who's like very loud, I was in that no man's land and it's like I had had so much to share so much wanted to come through me and yet there was no space yeah so there was a point where if I was around certain people who were being space it would all just flow with ease and then when I was with people that probably weren't in a, a bigger space or they were requiring more energy and, and speaking a lot, I would just like. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I would get cranky and frustrated. I'd be like, oh, I just, I want to say something, but I can't even get it out. This yeah. room. So then I'd just retreat and withdraw. Mm. So that was that was something I made the demand of myself to hear myself. And whether or not anyone else heard me, I didn't care. I needed yeah. to hear me. I needed to hear myself speak. I started, you know what I started doing? Recording myself. Yeah. I would record on the recorder and just speak. And I think we've had this conversation before maybe just to exercise yeah. that and even if it's talking about nothing but just open up the channel like get it going get it going it's such an important I feel like this is such an important piece for just creation <laughs> I mean in any space because yeah. I know journaling is is has its own magic but what yeah. I noticed there was part of me that was like you know, the space for everyone else to share their stuff. But then I was like, 
where is someone that really listens to me? Mm. And I actually got that I had to gift that to myself. And I look yes. back like, I don't know, seven years ago when I did like YouTube videos and I was, yes. I was so petrified mm-hmm. um, to do that. And like my voice was just like monotone and just like, ugh. And, oh, uh, yeah. And, and yeah. it's been so much, it actually has been discipline and, sh- and you know, I've gone away for a, p- a period of time and I've come back to it. So, and now even with the podcast, I was like, I'm just going to just talk stuff. I don't ever have to release it. If it's any good, I can make that choice. But it was so, I was, it was so healing for me to just hear myself. I felt like yes. this was like my therapy. And now yes. what's, what's like, I'm sort of done with that now. I'm like, I actually just want to like get stuff out of other people. I'm like, I want to get your juice out. I want to get you in the, in the hot seat and like, <laughs> yeah. And just, I want every, I'm like, okay, let's get your voice now, you know. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> Activate. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. like you said, like just start, maybe start doing it for yourself, start recording, like watching mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and practice letting go of any judgment mm-hmm. that you have and just be like, I'm going to just be curious about this. And like, what if amazing crap, like crap, mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing stuff comes out of my mouth. But I've it seen will. that with you. I've seen that with you over the time yeah. we've known each other. You just keep stepping <laughs> into more of that. And because, and if it was like showing up going, <laughs> and that's the thing, then the light language starts, you know. I um I was totally. doing YouTube videos for myself and I did so many. I started that when I was in Hawaii and I just kept them. I haven't even put them up on YouTube. Maybe one day I will. And then it was the recorder and then it was like singing. I'd start singing. I'd be walking through the national park in nature and then just I'd just start singing and making songs and sounds and, you know, you know, all these sounds. <laughs> and it would make me giggle. And I thought, oh, okay. yeah. And, and then being around children, I cannot not speak my speak around kids. Yeah. Whatever goobly gook that is, I cannot not do it. It's like they want me to. <laughs> so so don't much. be afraid to uh, just record yourself without judgment, in total allowance. And then the gift, you know what the gift is? Playing it back and hearing your own frequency, your own energy. It's such a gift. I've been listening to um, a couple of old things I've done and without judgment, just from a total neutral space of, wow, and listening. Because we don't, like even doing this, we don't, we didn't plan this tonight. No. It was so, for however, us. in doing this, there's this trust, isn't there? There's just this, there's a connection, there's presence, and then there's um, that trust gets built over time. But this is where these little disciplined acts of talking, you know, just free flow for, on your, when you're driving around in the car, like just talk whatever's on your mind, just talk as like, like you're talking to someone, listen back or ditch it. But ju- it's like, get it get unplug i'm saying just unplug it and then we start to speak in you know speak creation you know what do we want to create yeah um, and this the very receiving of you isn't it it's like yeah you know, i think women and, and we might come to a close shortly but yes. i i have noticed um in the say this conscious community that there's talk about wounded masculine and but also there's just as much wounded feminine where we say we're not getting these things or we're not feeling mm-hmm. supported and it's and yes like you're gifting so much of you like children just like expand you and and yeah. invite you to give them sometimes more than you feel like you have um but i think there's still this space that we can claim to give that to ourselves to actually hear ourselves yeah. and to you know, I, I look at my partner and I go, I don't expect him to meet every single one of my needs. That's actually really unfair mm-hmm. um, in, my, in my reality. Like I feel like it's my job to go discover like what my needs are and, and the, fun, the ones that are actually just an, 
and honoring an intimacy within me for me to to play in that space like and not even have to you know it's not about sharing it with the world and having to have it validated about what you're doing is are you doing a good job are you being a good girl and all of that shit you know another conversation Uh, but yeah just the receiving of you as and I think it's like when you can do that more then the receiving of others just seems to like I feel like with you I'm like there's a receiving that you have of me that's next level and it's indicative of like the that the work you've done to receive like you yeah 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 (laughs) that's you hit the nail it's just that's it you have to you've got to receive yourself you've got to give yourself opportunities to receive yourself give yourself a space to speak to listen to witness witness the wonder without the judgment without the pickiness and the more you get comfortable in that for you connecting out there with others is just it's a piece of cake it's just like yeah whatever I love who I am and I from that place I'll meet wherever you're at and either you know without judgment allowance and then just total no it's like yeah no you know over here without it's it's the I think we said it the other day it's it's not saying no to someone it's saying yes to you. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. you don't have to wait for that. I actually no. just thought I was like, you don't need to wait for anyone else to gift you this. No. Because it's here. I, yeah. Like yeah. you can do these little simple things that we've talked yeah. about to just start. Like, and, and with what you have, this message has been coming a lot this week for me. It's like, as a mum, you know, um, Sometimes you're making things stretch because there's more of you and you're learning how to manage like, you know, the the, the needs of you and children and um, trying to, you know, not self-sacrifice and consider yourself. And it's like I kept getting play with what you have because what you have is like can multiply, but you have to put your energy there. You've got to give it your attention. You've got to acknowledge it. You've got to have the gratitude because that's what actually exponentializes like growth yeah oh such a great message yeah with where you are what have you got right now you can can you be grateful for and then just turn that turn that gratitude up and it up just be like louder please show me universe show me what i have (laughs) show me my reality with like creation yeah yeah oh my gosh wow I love you so much. I and love you so I, much. I know we could oh. just go forever. And oh, can't we? But we it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Might be time to have a little little rest. What a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I love what you're doing. Keep it keep Thank going. You. Thank you for just encouraging me. I really needed it this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and where can people find you? What have you got? <laughs> happening right now in your world of delicious creations oh well you can always find me well most of the time find me at the river at the noosa river at noosa paddle sports so that's uh, i'm there most days of the week not all every day but i'm there uh coaching on the water i'm also in the shop a couple of days there I love being there because i get to chat with people i get people come by naturally the connections uh pop in whatever's you know whoever's come like you the other day uh this saturday if you are in noosa or um nearby surrounds and you're a lady we've got a women on water two-hour adventure paddle oh maybe i can come with my mom oh my gosh you could yes so that's from eight till ten on saturday uh and then there's other things in the pipeline uh i also have I've got an Instagram called Flow with Robin and on there there's I think there's a like one of those link trees where you can uh tap into that find out um about the book. book. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a podcast. I've got a podcast too. It's called On the Water with Robin and Charles. Charles is um uh, one of my um co-coaches um which we create very well together and we have a great old time nattering about many topics on the water and beyond 
I have an online tea house, which is lots of fun. Now and again, I'll do um, a, like a tea party, so a, a tea house event where we drink tea, we be present. I did tea leaf readings last time, read some That's oracle that. cards, do all that. That's it's so all cool. the fun. It's the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah and, totally. And, and if you haven't, like, got her energy, like, already off this call, uh, obviously it's going to be, like, fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm only the joy is here because it's like you can't have these heights of joy without feeling the depths of the depths. And I let me tell you, I've been down. I'm, I'm, I'm a fair share, so I'm not speaking from a you've, you've oh, been t- Titanic oh, deep. No. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the the whole spectrum of life and living and and love and and honoring all the whole range the whole spectrum, and I just find it's a just such a great privilege to and honor to share where where I can just show up. So, um, yeah, I love you. So oh, Zenko, you can see oh, me yes, and, and Yoga Zenko. Yeah, I'll put yoga. all the links. All Absolutely. the links will be in the yeah. show notes. You can come and I'll I'll serenade you with the singing bowls and take you into the state of bliss. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love you. you so, so much. Thank you, my darling, for, thank you. for saying yes. And if you enjoyed this conversation, please hit subscribe. Leave me, like, some reviews and um, Five share, stars. This, share this with anyone you feel like it would contribute to. And I will catch you next week. Wow. Bye, everyone. Thank you. In the spirit of reconciliation, this podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.